When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is a classic college game. Now, to introduce today's game, here's the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland. 2016 was supposed to be a rebuilding year for Patty Gasso and the Oklahoma Sooner softball program. After the graduation of one of the greatest senior classes in Sooner softball history, many in the softball world felt as if it would be a year or two before Oklahoma would be back on the national stage. But a talented group of freshmen led by Sidney Romero, Shea Knighton, and Kaylee Clifton had different plans. After a rough start to the season, OU found its stride in mid-March after beating sixth-ranked Alabama on a walk-off home run from freshman Shea Knighton. While the talented freshman class was emerging, the domination of sophomore pitcher Paige Parker was pushing the Sooners to another level. After a loss to Kansas, the Sooners reeled off 27 straight wins, including sweeps of both the Norman Regional and Super Regional. The win streak continued as the Sooners rolled through the Women's College World Series with wins over Alabama, Michigan, and LSU to secure a spot in the championship series against Auburn. OU pushed its win streak to 31 straight after beating the Tigers 3-2 in the first game of the series, behind another dominating performance from Paige Parker. Patty Gasso decided to rest Paige in Game 2 and fell to the Tigers 11-7 in extra innings. Parker had thrown all 62 postseason innings before being rested for the second game of the series, but was back in the circle for the decisive Game 3. Enjoy the Sooners' pursuit of its third national championship with Chris Plank and Jessica Cootie on the call from Hall of Fame Stadium in Oklahoma City. It's Oklahoma. It's Auburn. A national championship on the line. 
For the Tigers, it would be their first. For their head coach, Clint Myers, it would be his third, having won two with Arizona State. Looking for one here with Auburn. For Oklahoma, rarefied air. Only two teams have won more than two NCAA national championships. They're UCLA and Arizona. Oklahoma has two. Looking for number three. Here we go. Sooners have taken the field in their white uniforms with the crimson numbers and the crimson sleeves and crimson Oklahoma across their chest. Auburn is going with a bit of a non-traditional look. The all gray uniforms for the Tigers with Tigers across their chest in blue lettering and orange outline as Paige Parker goes through her pregame routine. Paige was in great spirits as the team got off the bus. She got a little extra rest last night. How loose and low-key is the Sooner mindset right now? Aaron Miller was doing a dance before she got off the bus. If they're supposed to be tight, if they're supposed to be nervous, we haven't seen it so far here this evening. Today's umpire crew is presented by the Inner Urban Restaurants. Mike Bartley will be behind the plate. Chris Drum is going to be over at first base with Leah Bowen at third base. Those are the umpires for tonight's game brought to you by the Inner Urban. The weather brought to you by O'Connor's Lawn and Garden. For a guaranteed low price and award-winning customer service, visit O'Connor's today just east of Quail Springs Mall. It is 90 degrees at first pitch. The wind is out of the south. It says at 18 miles per hour, but it doesn't seem like it'll be much of an issue as it is sunny. We're ready to go. Tiffany Howard digs in. The first pitch is high for a ball. And we are underway in the championship series, Oklahoma and Auburn. Parker had the day off yesterday after having thrown 467 pitches in the first four games of the Women's College World Series. The 1-0 pitch from Parker is high for a ball, 2-0, and that just missed. In fact, both of the first two pitches just missed. Sid Romero at third is in a couple of steps, as is Shea Knighton at first. The 2-0, that's in for a strike, 2-1-1. And Howard is complaining to the home plate umpire. I don't know why his time is called, but Tiffany Howard turned and had some conversations with Mike Bartling, and she asked for time. She gets it. Here's the 2-1 pitch from the Sooner sophomore. Popped into shallow center field. Pinley is racing in. Arnold races out and makes an over-the-shoulder catch. One away. Kelsey Arnold showcasing her ability to make up some ground. And she streaked out of nowhere to save a leadoff single from Tiffany Howard. And this crowd is a little extra juiced tonight. And for some reason now, Clint Myers has come out to have a conversation with the home plate umpire, Mike Bartling. What we have learned... And I shouldn't say come out, walk down from the third base coach's box. What we have learned is there really isn't any rhyme or reason as to why Myers might be talking to the home plate umpire. First pitch swinging, Looper to Clifton makes the catch two away. 
Good to get Casey Cooper out quickly. And there's two outs. Clint Myers is always trying to find a way to slow the game down. He doesn't want the opposition gaining any momentum. And here's Emily Carasone, the hero last night, takes the first pitch outside for a ball. Carasone, a 4-12 average throughout the Women's College World Series, eight RBIs to lead the Tigers. She's ahead on the count here, a ball and no strikes to pitch. High for ball, 2-0. And as we've learned quite a bit throughout the season with all of our great analysts we've had, from Jessica Schultz to DJ Sanchez, and now time is called, I think part of what's going on here is they're trying to interrupt the rhythm of Paige Parker, who is a very quick worker. She steps on that rubber, and she's ready to go. And Auburn's calling tons of timeouts. The 2-0 pitch is in for a strike, 2-1. But to continue that thought from Schultze and Dylan among others, destiny. It is so imperative with the 2-1 pitch heading home from Page. Swing and a miss, strike two. And when those misses are close to the strike zone, you get a feeling that your pitcher is on, and that's what's happened so far here in the top half of the first inning. When Page misses the strike zone, it is not by much. Everyone claps in unison. Here's the 2-2 pitch from Paige Parker. Popped up, shallow left field, self-races in, makes the catch, and the side is retired in the first. Three up, three down. Auburn goes three up and three down in the top of the first inning. The Sooners will send Aaron Miller, Kaylee Clifton, and Shea Knight to start things off in the bottom of the first inning. Patty Gasso took a few extra moments to chat with the home plate umpire, Mike Bartling. Maybe more just a clarification as to what might been, have been the complaint from Clint Myers, but regardless, the Hall of Fame head coach will make her way to the third base coach's box in her 22nd season. This is her 10th appearance in the Women's College World Series, her third appearance in the championship series. The championship in 2000 was prior to the championship series setup. Log on to Soonersports.com. That's where you'll find information about joining the Sooner Junior Kids Club. Presented by OG&E and brought to you in part by Academy Sports and Outdoors, Subway, and OU Children's Hospital. Auburn's infield looks like this. Casey Cooper at third with Jordan at short, Carasone at second, and Jade Rhodes over at first, Carly Wallace back behind the plate. From left to right in the outfield, it's Howard in left, Draper in center, and Gibson in right. I honestly don't know if Gibson in right field has had to make a play. The Sooners, <laughs> I don't know if she's had a put out in this two-game series. Oklahoma took the first game 3-2. to two. Auburn won on a walk-off in extra innings last night, 11-7. These for all the marbles. The first pitch to Aaron Miller is in for a strike from Michaela Martin, the freshman. She's been really good in the Women's College World Series. She started one game, but has only thrown seven and a third innings. The 0-1. That's low for a ball. Miller had a 
statistically rough night. 0 for 5, but she reached twice on airs and scored two early runs for the Sooners. Doing the job of a leadoff hitter, getting on base at all costs. The 1-1 pitch outside for a ball, 2-1. Both of the errors were committed by the shortstop, Whitney Jordan. One was a ball that bounced off her glove. The other was an errant throw. Miller's ready for the 2-1 pitch. Martin grounded towards second. Should be easy for Carasone. Gloves, throws, and got her. One away. Carasone, a smooth fielding second baseman, makes that play. And there's one out for Kaylee Clifton. Kaylee went one for three last night, drove in a run in the second inning, also scored a run in the second inning. Sooners did all their damage in the first two, and unfortunately, their offense stagnated after that. First pitch is outside for a ball. Coach Gasso felt like they were pressing a little bit, maybe trying to make too much happen, which was uncharacteristic of this team throughout the 2016 campaign. Here's the 1-0. Kaylee takes it for a strike, a ball and a strike. Maybe once they got up 7-0, they saw the comeback from Auburn where they put three on the board in the second inning. Added a few more to make it an even tighter game. 7-5 coming out of the second, and they just started to grip a little bit at the plate. The 1-1 is high and away for a ball, 2-1. So the charge from the Sooner head coach has been a very simple one. Get back to the bases. Get back to basics, excuse me. Get back to what worked. Have fun with it. Clifton digs in for the 2-1 offering from the right-handed throwing Martin. Ground ball back up the middle. Carasone dives back, hands throws. It's a wild throw to first base. Oh, Clifton was taken down by Jade Rhodes trying to get the ball. The first base umpire calls time. The home plate umpire, Patty Gasso, is walking out. I don't know if Clifton would have been able to advance to second base, but Rhodes going for the ball gave her an elbow. She gave her an elbow rounding first base. Rhodes goes after the ball, the two collide, and after they collide, she pushed her with an elbow. She should get second base here, that's ridiculous. And Clint Myers is out arguing the call right now. They haven't made anything official. The initial contact was understandable. I mean, Rhodes was going for the ball. Clifton was trying to round the bat. But as Rhodes went to get the ball, she pushed her with the forearm. That knocked Clifton a little bit sideways and didn't allow her to pop up and advance to second base. It takes away from a spectacular play in the field by Carasone. And Myers is still arguing with the first base umpire. I don't know what the argument could be about. Clint Myers is arguing with the first base umpire. Corey Myers was arguing with the home plate umpire outside of the Auburn dugout. 
Patty and JT Gasso are chatting with their on-deck hitter, Shea Knighton. We'll wait and see if Kaylee Clifton gets second base. The throw was wild, and then the collision happened. And there's the push. The OU fans are reacting to the noise being made by the Auburn crowd, and it's probably the most energy we've heard from the Sooner faithful all season long. This place is dotted with crimson-colored shirts all over the place. And Clint Myers doing what he does best, which is trying to do anything he can to wait out the crowd and continue to argue with both the home and first base umpire. Let's play, coach. Come on. Patty Gasso now walks over to join the conversation. And they get the answer they want. And I guess in the end, Myers and Auburn is going to win. Now Patty's going to have a conversation with the home plate umpire. A little bit less animated for Coach Gasso. Well, the Sooners will at least have a runner on base. Where that runner ends up is the big question. I'd love to hear from those of you who saw that on TV and kind of give me your thoughts on what you thought. Well, here we go. Clifton will stay at first base. They gave her a hit. And here's Shea Knight with a runner at first and one out in the bottom of the first inning. We are scoreless. The pitch tonight, high ball one. I don't know exactly what Clint Myers could have been arguing. But as we've come to learn, that's kind of his M.O., the 1-0. Knighton takes it high for a ball, 2-0. And, and what a, not just Women's College World Series, but what a postseason it's been for Shea Knight. And now Corey Myers is going to come out to the circle. My goodness. There is one thing we have learned and that is, well, I, I say there's one thing quite a bit, but we continue to learn about the, the coaching mindset of Coach Myers. And they don't care if we're out here until midnight. And they have no concern for momentum or pace of play. They're all about making sure that everything's or everything is done to their liking. The meeting in the circle is over. Shea is hitting 485 in the 10 postseason games the Sooners have played so far. Here's the 2-0 pitch. Low for a ball, 3-0. Ball was in the dirt, knocked down by Wallace. Didn't get far enough away for Clifton to advance. Wonder if Shea Knighton gets the green light here. Three balls, two strikes. The pitch tonight, that's in for a strike. Looking over the stats today, one thing that's been kind of lost is that Shea's in the middle of an eight-game hitting streak. She is a solid streak hitter for the Sooners. The 3-1 tonight, that's in for a strike. Three balls and two strikes. Sid Romero waits on deck. It is an hour earlier, obviously, than we started the last couple of nights. 
So we'll have more play in the sun. Maybe. <laughs> the 3-2 pitch tonight. Ground ball towards the right side. Carasone booted it. Clifton round second and is heading for third. She'll get there standing up. And Oklahoma has runners at first and third. Carasone is complaining about something. Oh, and she threw the ball away. She tried to get cute and threw the ball away. Oklahoma jumps on top 1-0 on a mental mistake by Emily Carasone. She was walking towards Clifton and then tried to fake a throw back to first base and the ball slipped out of her hands. Oklahoma has jumped on top 1-0 on a mental error by Emily Carasone. Carasone made the initial error that allowed Knighton to reach. She then tried to fake a throw to first base and the ball slipped out of her hands and Clifton scored easily. Here's Sid Romero. She'll get two errors on the play, and deservedly so. Here's Sid Romero. Nice crowd has worked up now. Sid digs in a 351 average on the season. The first pitch shows bunt, pulls it back, takes it high. We're still in the bottom of the first inning. It's 1-0 Oklahoma. Oklahoma has dealt with a few mind games here in the bottom of the first inning. So far, so good. The 1-0. That's in for a strike. A ball and a strike. Speaking of players who have had a good for postseason in her first postseason Sid actually leads the team with four home runs the third baseman digs in awaits the 1-1 offering grounds it towards third should be easy for Cooper gloves throws and got her and there's two away Knighton advances to third as the high hopper was not easy enough for Cooper to be able to take it to the bag and try to get uh, Knighton advancing to third. So she throws across and gets the out. Here's Falapalima of view. 349 average. Had a big RBI single last night in the second. She takes the first pitch for a strike. View has 10 hits in the postseason. Has also walked twice and has been hit by two pitches. She awaits the 0-1 pitch. Just misses outside for a ball. One ball and one strike. Well, you can tell that we're playing for something more than what we did in the early part of the Women's College World Series, without a doubt. My goodness, the intensity is high here early on. The 1-1. Grounder back up the middle. Ranging over is Jordan. She'll throw. Foley beat it out. And a view tripped over the bag again as she lunged towards first base. It'll score Shea Knighton on an infield single. And Oklahoma has jumped on top 2-0. Thanks in part to two big mistakes by Carasone at second base. 
and the hustle of Fale Palima of View. The bouncer to short, Jordan decided not to charge it, and a view never stopped running. Here's Nicole Pinley. 2-0 Sooners, runner at first, the pitch. Line shot foul. The entire Sooner cheering section is standing. As they have most of the last two games. Kayla Martin didn't allow but one hit last night. She's already given up two, didn't allow a run, has given up two, though they are both unearned right now. The 0-1 to Pinley is outside for a ball, one and one. I don't think we would necessarily say a view is a threat to steal, but she does have one stolen base so far in the postseason. Pinley is ready. The 1-1 pitch. Ground ball. Oh, nice play by Martin back in the circle. Gloves throws to first and got her. But the Sooners do some damage in the bottom of the first inning. Oklahoma scores two runs on a critical mental mistake by Carasone, and they've jumped on top here in the first inning. We head to the second. Oklahoma two, Auburn zero. This is Sooner softball from Learfield. You're reliving history. This classic college game continues next from Learfield IMG College. This classic Sooner broadcast is presented in part by the Sooner Club. Flexible payment schedules are available for Sooner Club members in 2020. Visit your online account manager or call 405-325-8000 to be part of the team today. We know we'll soon experience Sooner magic again, together as one. The Landers Auto Group, proud sponsor of Sooner Athletics. Academy Sports and Outdoors. Academy Sports and Outdoors is the preferred sporting goods retailer of Oklahoma Athletics. Coca-Cola. Share a Coke with a teammate, rival, or friend. Coca-Cola, official partner of the Oklahoma Sooners. From Learfield IMG College, you're listening to a classic college game. For... Auburn, it'll be their cleanup hitter, Carly Wallace, Jade Rhodes, and Haley Fagan, the four, five, and six hitters in the lineup. I cannot emphasize enough how huge of a mental error that was by Carasone. And that's not just because we're the Oklahoma broadcast, and that's Auburn. That's just one of those plays that you, you can't make. Lynn Myers takes the long walk down to the third base coach's box. DJ Gasso leading the Sooner crowd in their cheers as Carly Wallace digs in. Well, not yet. We're still not back from TV timeout. Now we are. And the Auburn sophomore catcher is ready. Right-handed hitter. Waits the first pitch, and it's high from Paige Parker for ball one. Paige is, if she's missed, it's been high. As always, we love to hear from you throughout the broadcast and encourage it all night tonight. The 1-0 pitch from Parker is an off-speed offering that's in for a strike, a ball and a strike. That's at OU on the air. It's the OU Outreach Inbox at OU on the air. And it's brought to you by the University of Oklahoma Outreach. Degrees designed for adults. OUoutreach.org. Let us know where you're listening from. Your thoughts on 
What's gone down so far? Sooner's up 2-0. The 1-1 pitch. That's in for a strike. A ball and two strikes. Paige Parker not getting in front of hitters with her first pitch, but has done well to rally. Even though she's fallen behind on a few counts. Here's the 1-2. Low one in the dirt. Two balls and two strikes. Already have heard from our buddy Kelly Walker. I'm ready from Perry, Florida. Heard from Harry. He's heading home from work, but has this blasting through his car. And then everyone else is mad about Cliff Myers, or Clint Myers. The 2-2 pitch, fouled straight back. Let me give you a few of these real quick. Our girl Lisa, Clint Myers sickens me. She absolutely dropped her shoulder and gave CeCe an elbow. <laughs> I like this from uh, Teresa. Let's make the Myers bunch pay for their delay of game tactics. This is just poor sportsmanship. How about one more from angry Sooner fans on Twitter? The strike zone is, is, is extremely wide again. And yes, the first baseman interfered. Whiny Myers, ugh. You guys are fired up already. The 2-2 is a line shot back up the middle, base hit. And Auburn has their first hit of the game on a 2-2 pitch that Wallace drilled back up the middle. Good to hear from our friend Jane at Miss Jane Jetson. Stuck in Dallas traffic. Thanks for keeping me in the game. Thank you for listening, Jane. We'll check the Twitter during breaks. Give you a shout-out for checking in. Well, here is someone who can tie this game with one swing of the bat, Jade Rhodes. On Monday night, she launched a seventh-inning home run over the center field wall that made this game interesting. The first pitch is inside for a ball to Rhodes. Haley Fagan waits on deck. Talk about clutch so far in the Women's College World Series. Rhodes is hitting 417. Seven RBIs, the 1-0. Swing and a miss on a ball in the dirt, strike one. Page pulled the string on that and absolutely left Rhodes without hope. A ball and a strike. You will not see a Clint Myers coach team run very much. The 1-1 pitch popped straight back, and Page is ahead on the count now. A ball and two strikes. That's just never really been his M.O. As a matter of fact, the team has attempted one stolen base in the entire Women's College World Series. And in the postseason, they've only attempted four. And that includes three Super Regional games. The 1-2 pitch from Parker. Ground ball towards short. Oh, it got through Arnold's wickets and into left field. That was a tough play to begin with. We'll see what the ruling is. I don't think you can give her an error on that, but Auburn has come back and gets the bats going here in the second inning. Two on, nobody out for Haley Fagan. Awaiting the ruling. The official score, they will give her a hit. The official score, by the way, is not anyone affiliated with either team. Bring in a neutral official score for the Women's College World Series. Here's Haley Fagan, the junior designated player. The first pitch with runners at first and second. They throw behind the runner at second base. Oh, sliding back in safely is Wallace. It was a dime from Leah Wodak. She put it right on the spot. 
And Wallace slid back in just ahead of the tag from Kaylee Clifton. The pitch was called a ball to Fagan. Parker brings home the 1-0 pitch. That's in for a strike, a ball and a strike. Fagan, for those that are listening while watching, will notice has a very bulky brace on her left knee. Early in the season, the starting shortstop suffered a torn ACL. Here's the 1-1 pitch to Fagan. That's in for a strike, a ball and two strikes. She's been able to rehab it. She'll get surgery after the season, kind of similar to what the Sooners experienced with Tori Nershaw. She was able to get ready just in time for the late series against Texas A&M. Here's the 1-2 pitch. Just misses on the outside corner. Two balls and two strikes. You hear the oohs and the ahs from the crowd. Both pitchers in this game still looking for their first strikeout. Of course, we're only in the top of the second inning. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Grounder back to Page. She'll go to third for one. Romero to first. Not in time. Page cuts down the lead runner, and Romero was taken out on a slide again over at third base, and she's hurt. Fagan will reach on a fielder's choice. Now Patty Gasso walks out. She looks, she looks angry. And she is having words with the third base umpire. We'll watch the replay on this. Sydney got spiked. I believe it was against Michigan. Page wisely goes to third. The runner was out by a Oh, she got taken out late. That's where the frustration is. Christy Lee Miller walks back towards the Sooner dugout, and Patty Gasso is not done with the third base umpire, Leah Bowen. And I understand why. The runner was out and ruled out and came sliding in very late. The slide was a legal slide. She didn't go out of the baseline or anything. But it was well after she had been ruled out, and she went in with one intention. One away. And here's Maddie Gibson, the right fielder. The pitch from Parker is just outside for a ball. 2-0 Sooners. Auburn, though, threatening in the top of the second inning. Runners at first and second, just one out. Gibson digs back in. Here's the 1-0 from Parker. That's in for a strike, a ball and a strike. There is no holds barred in that visiting dugout so far in the first inning and a third. They are going all out whatever it takes. The 1-1 pitch. That's in for a strike, a ball and two strikes. And Maddie Gibson looks unsettled in the batter's box. She tried to get a step early, anticipating the heat from Paige Parker. And it didn't matter. Paige still threw it right by her. One ball, two strikes. Page brings it home. Swing and a miss, strike three. Two away. First strike out of the game for Parker. And now here's Whitney Jordan. She was a problem last night. Her three-run home run started to cut into that seven-run lead in the second inning. 
The first pitch is an off-speed offering that's in for a strike. Prior to her hits last night, she had not hit well in the Women's College World Series. The Yo one that's in for a strike. No balls and two strikes. As a matter of fact, prior to last night, Jordan had just one hit in the Women's College World Series. The 0-2 is ripped foul down the left field line. She had a good beat on that. She went two for four with three RBIs last night, which means prior to last night, not just in the College World Series, but in the postseason, she was, she was one for 12. A 232 hitter digs back in. Just about everybody standing now. The 0-2 pitch from Parker. Misses outside, a ball and two strikes. Victoria Draper waits on deck. It's like having another leadoff hitter in that nine spot. You'll hear us refer to that quite a bit. One ball, two strikes. Parker off speed. Porter looking strike three. And Paige lets out a whoop as she charges off the field. And the Sooners overcome an Auburn surge and leave them stranded and leave them scoreless. We head to the bottom of the second inning. Oklahoma leads Auburn 2-0. to zero. You're reliving history. This classic college game continues next from Learfield IMG College. You're listening to another Sooner Classic, brought to you in part by... Chewy's is currently open from 11A to 9P Monday through Sunday. Takeout and delivery will continue to be available through Chewy's.com or DoorDash.com. Polston Tax is helping businesses take advantage of every opportunity for government relief during this time. Visit PolstonTax.com to schedule a free consultation. Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. Order online for pickup or drive through Order Rudy's anywhere and ship throughout the U.S. From Learfield IMG College, you're listening to a classic college game. Chris Plank with you as we play on in the bottom of the second inning. Boy, what a tense start this game has had from the collision between Jade Rhodes and Kaylee Clifton over at first base to the constant stall tactics by Clint Myers. This game has a feel of one of those in which we'll be here for a while tonight. Michaela Martin back to the circle in the second inning. For the Sooners, it'll be Katie Self, Leah Wodak, and Kelsey Arnold, which was the same start they had to the six-run second inning last night. Self led off that inning with a home run to left field. Great stuff on Twitter. Jay Irby asks a fair question. How much toll does the coach delay game plan have on his own players in the heat? Fair question. I have, I would have to guess, especially in darker uniforms, and especially since they're not in the dugout, that it has to take a toll, also being out here for the last two days. Good to hear from our buddy Phil in Indio, California. Thanks to a great team that's played with poise and class all year long. Clayton listening in from San Francisco on his commute home. People wondering why he's clapping in traffic. Go get that title. Amen, Clayton. 
Keep them coming at OU on the air. That's the OU outreach inbox. Here's Katie Self. The senior left fielder takes the first pitch outside for a ball. We've talked a lot about players who have stepped up in the postseason. Katie has a 4.07 average during the 10-game postseason and has scored five runs with six RBIs. Here's the 1-0. She takes it low for a ball, 2-0. In just the Women's College World Series, she's 5 for 14, second on the team. She has had a whale of a senior campaign in the postseason. The 2-0 pitch is in for a strike, two balls and a strike. I wonder now if she allowed herself to get back to a little bit of normalcy when it comes to her traditions after the Sooners lost for the first time in their last 31 games last night. Here's the 2-1 pitch, swing and a miss, strike two. I would doubt it. I would seriously doubt it. There might not be a more superstitious player on this roster than number 22. Two balls, two strikes. Martin steps back, brings it home. Swing and a miss, strike three. Katie was a bit overmatched in that at bat. First strike out of the game for Michaela Martin, and there's one away, and here comes Leah Wodak. Katie looked a little bit slow on the trigger. And here's Leah Wodak. So far has struggled statistically at the plate, but again, we say it a lot, it's hit the ball hard. The first pitch to Wodak is outside for a ball. In fact, Leah is hitting just 118 in the Women's College World Series in the five games previous to tonight. And once she gets going, look out. Incredibly streaky hitter. The 1-0 pitch is low for a ball, 2-0. Anything, the Sooners are making Martin throw a lot of pitches early. And you would have to imagine that if things get dicey, that Corey Myers, Auburn's pitching coach, will not hesitate to go to his pin often. The 2 0 pitch to Wodak. That's in for a strike, 2 and 1. Bottom of the second inning, 2 0 Sooners. Oklahoma with two on the board in the first inning. Thanks to a Terrific mistake by Carasone at second base. Will definitely end up in your not top 10 plays for years to come. Here's the 2-1. Leah rips a single up the middle, a base hit. And Leah Wodak is aboard with one out. We'll see if Patty Gasso decides to pinch run for Leah early or maybe hold on to that until later in the game. Remember, she pinch hit, or excuse me, pinch ran for Leah early last night in the second inning, as a matter of fact. Looks like she'll wait. And here's Kelsey Arnold. The sophomore shortstop, Holland Hall. And time is called, and here comes Corey Myers to slow things down. <laughs> well, whatever you had planned for maybe 9 o'clock tonight, I wouldn't... I wouldn't plan on being there on time, even if it's bed or if it's a meeting or whatever it might be. There is no concern at all about momentum, players being stuck out in the heat, 
whatever way you want to look at it, finally the home plate umpire, Mike Bartling, goes out and breaks it up. And Arnold will walk back into the batter's box. Kelsey last night went one for three and scored a run. She was 0 for 1 with a run scored in the first game of the championship series on Monday night. She digs in here with a runner at first and one out. The pitch. She slaps it towards third. Cooper backhands it. Foul. That would have been interesting to see if Cooper would have been able to right herself and throw in time to get Arnold. I think she may have been able to, but it was foul as she was in foul uh, territory when she made the play. Strike one. Michaela Martin brings home the 0-1 pitch. Shows bunt, pulls it back, takes a ball, one and one. Big 12 defensive player of the year, Kelsey Arnold. Her average had ranged around the 400 mark all season long. She's currently at 387. Not bad. Here's the 1-1. Low and away, ball two. The story of Kelsey is a pretty amazing one off and on the field. Lost her father this offseason to leukemia. An incredible feature that Jess did, if you haven't seen it yet, on Soonersports.tv. And has gone back and forth from being a left-handed slap hitter to a little bit more of a power-hitting right-handed hitter. She stayed on the left side of the plate so far this year. The 2-1 is a bunt that she missed. Two balls, two strikes. So she has found a comfortable spot, not just in the batter's box, but also in the field where last season she was the everyday third baseman, and she's made the move to short here in 2016, and it's been pretty seamless and pretty flawless. The 2-2 pitch. Bouncer back up the middle, could be two. Carasone, though, will just have to tag the oncoming Wodak to get the force out. She bobbled it just a bit. And there's two away. Arnold will reach on the fielder's choice. And here comes Aaron Miller. We've talked a lot about the do factor. Aaron had a great night on Monday night. She went two for three and scored a run. Went 0 for 5 last night, but hit the ball hard twice, reaching on airs. Do factor is for Miller to leave the yard with one. Miller digs in. The runner at first is Arnold. Here's the pitch outside for a ball. Almost looked like a pitch out. Kelsey is without a doubt the Sooners' biggest threat to steal. Well, she does not have a stolen base yet in the Women's College World Series. Here's the 1-0 to Miller. Ripped to left center field, but ranging over to make the catch is Howard, and the side is retired. Aaron Miller hit it hard, but Howard came over and made the catch. The Sooners get a hit, but strand a runner. We head to the third inning. Oklahoma leads Auburn 2-0. When you can't be at the game, Sooner Sports TV has you covered on the air and online at Soonersports.tv. Sooner Sports TV is presented by our cornerstone partners, Anheuser-Busch, Chesapeake Energy, Riverwind Resort, OU Outreach, and OU Medicine. The Sooners take the field in the top of the third inning, leading 2-0 over Auburn. 
Love hearing from you on Twitter throughout the game. So keep them coming at OU on the air. Good to hear from our regulars like Val and Lisa. Roger, listening in here in, or maybe I could speak English when I bring this up. Listening here in Addison, Texas, sitting by the pool. SEC coaches, a bunch of whiners. Love the broadcast, Boomer. <laughs> oh, man. I like this from Douglas. Finished with Cadence pitching les uh, lessons, going home to watch us finish. And, Doug, that is great to see you getting your daughter involved in softball here early. Patty, Boomer Sooner, baby. Love to hear from you, Patty. Our buddy Chris, Marty and Chris are watching from the Man Cave in Owasso. They didn't watch on Tuesday, but they're back in it today. That makes all the difference. Whatever you wore on Monday, whatever you did to watch the game on Monday, go back and do it. Of course, having Paige out on the mound helps make a big difference, too. She'll face the 9-1 and 2 hitters. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Marty. Thanks to everyone for checking in at OU on the air. Let's keep this thing going. First pitch to Victoria Draper is a bunt that hit her bat twice. The Sooners went through and threw the ball down to first base, but the ball, after laying down the bunt, bounced up and hit her bat again, so it's strike one. <laughs> one more from Susan. I'm not sure why you would sound surprised by poor sportsmanship. It's Auburn, and it's an SEC team. It's a little bit surprised by the Lack of anything from the little forearm shiver that Kaylee Clifton took in the first inning. Regardless, the Sooners got two runs, and that's all that matters. Here's the 0-1 pitch to Draper. She shows bunt again, bunts this one foul for strike two. They're a rather exuberant, charismatic, and celebratory bunch over there in that Auburn dugout. And it's worked for them this year. One went away from the first national championship in team history. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Off speed, little looper, right back to Page. Oh, it dropped off Page's glove. And Draper beats it out at first base. It was a little looper back to the mound, and Page took her eye off it for a split second. It'll be an E1. It was an easy play for Page, and just for a second, she took her eye off of it and lost it. One away. All right, excuse me. Lead-off single. Should have been one away. That'll be the third error combined between the two teams. Here's Tiffany Howard. Probably in a bunting situation here with Cooper on deck. She is. She pushes a bunt to the right side. Clifton doesn't have a play. And the Sooners over-rotated there. It's an infield single for Howard. Here's Casey Cooper. There is a scouting report on Paige Parker. It's very simple. Make her field her position. That push bunt by Tiffany Howard forced her to field her position, and it just got by Paige. And by the time Clifton had it, she did not have a play at first. So here's Cooper. The pitch. That's in for a strike. Casey went two for four last night, had three RBI, scored a couple of runs, had the game-tying home run in the fifth. A long ball here would give the Tigers the lead. Page, with nobody out and runners at first and second, brings it home. Shallow fly ball to right field. It's going to fall in front of Pinley. Pinley throws home, and it's 
a strike, but the bases are now loaded. And the air has opened up the floodgates. And Emily Carasone has an opportunity to make up for that first inning air she made. And we all know what happened the last time she hit with the bases loaded. And here comes Missy Lombardi, the Sooner pitching coach, to try to calm down Paige a bit. Boy, it's amazing what one mistake can do. The dropped pop-up has now led to back-to-back -back singles. And what should have been Tiffany Howard batting with one out has ended up being the bases loaded with nobody out for Auburn. Huge spot here for the Sooner defense. Jaden Chestnut goes jogging down to the pin for the Sooners. Knighton and Romero are even with the bat. Arnold and Clifton are in. You get the sense that they're coming home with anything up the middle. The first pitch to Carasone is in for a strike. We are not even quite at 7 yet, 7 o'clock, which would be the normal first pitch. So we played the first two innings in a much warmer condition than we had the previous two games. Here's the 0-1 pitch to Carasone. Foul tip, strike two. And popped back off the glove of Wodak. Pretty cool move by Mike Bartling, the home plate umpire, to give Leah a little bit more time to recover as he walks out and cleans off home plate. I love seeing that this year. Catchers will do it sometimes when the umpire takes a shot. The umpires have been consistent about doing it when the catcher takes a shot. It's an 0-2 count here for Paige Parker. The sophomore brings it home. Swing and a miss, strike three, one away. And the rough night for Emily Carasone continues as she strikes out with the bases loaded. There's one out. Let's see if Arnold and Clifton move back a bit. They do just a step. So they may try to turn two on anything up the middle. Here's Carly Wallace. She singled her last time up. The pitch from Parker is in for a strike. Man, whatever Melissa Lombardi said, it worked. The runner at third is the speedy Draper. Howard at second, Cooper at first. Bases loaded, one out, top of the third inning. Sooners on top, 2-0. Page brings home the 0-1. It's an off-speed pitch that's in for a strike. No balls and two strikes. 56 miles an hour. Talk about pulling the string. No two count, Auburn has four hits now, Sooners just three. Here's the 0-2 from Page. Outside for a ball, good waste pitch, trying to see if she couldn't get Wallace to chase something well off the strike zone. One ball, two strikes. Page looks down at her wrist to get the call from Coach Lombardi. Brings home the 1-2 offering. Grounder to short, could be two. Arnold to second for a one, to first. Double play! What a job by Kaylee Clifton on the turn, and Shea Knighton with the stretch over at first base. 
The call was delayed to make sure that Knighton's foot was on the bag, and the Sooners are the Sooners turn two to perfection, and Auburn is left without a run. Deep breath. We head to the bottom of the third inning. Oklahoma on top of Auburn, two to zero. You're reliving history. This classic college game continues next from Learfield IMG College. This Sooner Classic broadcast is brought to you in part by Pizza Hut remains committed to serving our customers through contactless delivery and carryout and would love to add you to our family of drivers, dispatchers, cooks, and management. Visit jobs.pizzahut.com to learn more. OU Medicine. Visit oumedicine.com slash COVID for updates, resources, and frequently asked questions. That's oumedicine.com slash C-O-V-I-D. Don't feel like getting out to buy groceries? Let Homeland deliver to your door. Visit homelandstores.com for more details. From Learfield IMG College, you're listening to a classic college game. Chris Blake with you tonight from ASA Hall of Fame Stadium. As Oklahoma looks for its third national championship. We love hearing from you. Like our buddy Jerry out of Beaver's Bend. TV sound down, listening to OU on the air from the Mountain Vista Cabin in Beaver's Bend. Go Sooners. Adam, I work with Paige's father. Go Sooners from Oak Grove, Missouri. I like this from my info is what he says. So I think he, hey, my, you need to take the time to put your name on it. P. Diddle, listening in my shop, drinking beers in Marion, Iowa. Boomer Sooner, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Storm Jones driving home from work on campus and about got my first speeding ticket while listening to OU on the air. It would have been worth it. No, no, no. I don't know if the speeding ticket would have been worth it, Stormy. And then Rick Diggs listening on his route in Hinton. Thanks to everyone for checking in. We'll keep in touch on Twitter all night long as long as you guys keep checking in at OU on the air. Here's Kaylee Clifton. Singled and scored her last time up. Loops one. Down the right field line. Foul. That ball sliced at the last second, just foul for strike one. Auburn's scouting report on Oklahoma has become very obvious. They are giving the Sooners anything down the right field line. Essentially, if the Sooners can poke one down the right side, they'll just basically say, you got us. Kayla Martin now slows things down as she reaches down and grabs some dirt. Clifton digs in. The pitch. Low for a ball. One and one. In the first inning, Clifton hit a ground ball that just got through. Then had a collision at first base. The 1-1 is fouled straight back for a ball. Actually, it's pretty they didn't give her second base. I mean, it was obvious. The 1-2. Kaylee popped this one up pretty deep to right field, but not deep enough. As Gibson is under it and makes the catch, and there's one away. And that'll bring Shea Knight to the plate. 
Shea hit a hard ground ball to Carasone, who dropped, couldn't get anyone out. She then tried to fake a throw after Clifton had advanced to third, back to first base, and the ball slipped out of her hands, allowing Clifton to score the first run of the game. The scoreboard has completely reset here. There you go. Here's Shea Knight. The first pitch is high for a ball. You don't like to have these conversations this early in a game, but I'll do it anyway because I don't believe in jinxes. When you start thinking about the most outstanding player, the MVP, regardless of what happens, Shade needs to get some votes. And if she would have had about another inch on that fly ball to left field last night, we might be on our summer vacation right now. As Martin rocks and fires, brings home the 2-0. That misses outside, ball three. Shea's dad, a longtime coach. Her sister was here as well, too. MJ, starting third baseman for Nebraska when the two squared off earlier this season out in Fullerton. An incredibly athletic family. The 3-0 to Knighton is in for a strike, three and one. I want to go back to a tweet we had earlier that I think was spot on. I understand the coaching philosophy of a Hall of Famer like Clint Myers. I, I'm a future Hall of Famer, no question. But the, the constant delays are taking their toll on his team. Being out on the field a lot. The 3-1 pitch is outside ball four. I'm willing to bet we'll see another trip to the mound here from Corey Myers. The sooner double play they turned in the top of the third inning was the sixth, and here comes Corey Myers, as we projected, was the sixth double play that Oklahoma has turned in the Women's College World Series. That's tied for the second most in World Series history. How about that? Myers is out for the third straight inning to have a conversation with his pitcher. At fly underscore OKC, OU softball, we're with you. Hashtag crimson and cream, hashtag boomer sooner. I will be hanging with you tomorrow morning at 520 Oklahoma City Airport, if not earlier. Make sure the alarm goes off. <laughs> Jared writes, that double play made sitting in construction on East Highway 9 bearable. Ruben, that double play calls for the first bourbon. Hashtag Boomer. Quinton, listening on the drive from, uh, listening on the drive home. Boomer sooner, baby. Colin writes, relying on you and your broadcast as I battle L.A. traffic. Oh, my goodness, Colin, you are in our thoughts. Good luck with that. The meeting at the circle is over. And here's Sid Romero with a runner at first and one out. 2-0 sooner lead. She grounded out to third her last time up. The pitch showed bunt, pulls it back, takes a strike. That's our OU outreach inbox, which is the best way to get us throughout the game. That's at OU on the air. Best way to interact, talk, chat during the game. It's like you're our analyst tonight. We dig it. 
Here's the 0-1 to Romero. She waited on an off-speed pitch, grounded it to third. Cooper goes to second for one, throws it away, trying to turn the double play. So Romero reaches on the fielder's choice. And that ball was just hit slowly enough to allow Romero to beat the throw out at first base. Here's Follett Palima of you. Singled and drove in a run her last time up. The left-handed hitting freshman waits the first pitch, pops it deep to left field. Racing back though and making the play is Howard at the warning track. Off the bat, that looked like it could be trouble, but it's an easy out and left for Howard, and the side is retired. Sooners get a walk, no hits, strand a runner. We head to the fourth inning, Oklahoma on top of Auburn, 2-0. to zero. This is Sooners softball from there. We head to the fourth. Oklahoma leads Auburn 2-0. Thanks so much for spending championship Wednesday with us. Oklahoma leads Auburn 2-0. They'll face the five, six, and seven hitters in the Auburn lineup as Paige Parker is back to work here in the fourth inning. Patty Gasso made the decision to go last night with Kelsey Stevens and Jaden Chestnut, and the Auburn offense came to life. Oklahoma's offense was up to the task for the first couple of innings, but the Sooners had a few opportunities that they just weren't able to cash in on in that game. And Auburn took advantage of it, winning 11-7. Extra long interview going on between Coach Gasso and Holly Rowe. And now we're ready to go here in the fourth inning. Coach Gasso was fired up before the game. I can't think of any other way to put it. She was... She was ready to go. And here's Jade Rhodes, single the last time up. The first pitch from Parker is outside for a ball. I was chatting with Maggie Still, along with Tori Krakowski, who's out here for the marketing department, making sure all the cool stuff you see on Soonersports.com is as good as it can be as the 1-0 pitch is in for a strike. And typically, I get about four, maybe five questions into coach before we reach our, our three-minute time slot, maybe three and a half. It took two questions. Coach was ready. Here's the 1-1 one -one to Rhodes. Ripped deep to left field and gone. 2-1 on a solo home run from Jade Rhodes. That was a no-doubter to left field. She blasted that and has cut the Sooner lead in half. Remember, it was Rhodes who lined the home run over the center field wall in the seventh inning on Monday night to cut the Sooner lead to one here in the top of the fourth inning. She launches a home run just inside the left field foul pole. Get a good look at that to see how close that was. Uh, that was fair by a good distance. And it's 2-1. to one. Here's Haley Fagan. Reaching on a fielder's choice her last time up. The pitch from Parker is high and away for a ball. No one said it would be easy. No one expected it to be a walk in the park. 
This Auburn offense is something else. The 1-0 is outside for a ball, 2-0. And I think it's fair to point out that just because Paige Parker got a day off, that doesn't mean the tank is complete, completely refilled. 2-0 pitch is in for a strike, 2-1. And and don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to make excuses here, but as Coach Gasso told us, she's probably riding about 60-70% like right now. And she may have been at 20 last night. Here's the 2-1. That's in for a strike, two balls and two strikes. I urge you, if you haven't yet, Maybe during a commercial break, if you're following along on Twitter while you're listening online or wherever, to take some time to check out Soonersports.com. The 2-2 pitch is high and away for a ball, 3-2. job that Erica and Tori and Maggie have done, it's phenomenal. It's a women's college World Series portal. As soon as you jump on the page, that's a one-click access to everything you need. The 3-2 pitch is outside for a ball, ball four. And the tying runs aboard here in the top of the fourth inning. And that'll bring Maddie Gibson to the plate. Maybe. As Clinton Myers takes the long walk down to the home plate umpire. Nope, they'll just pinch run here. It's really hard to make out the numbers from here. It looks like it's Reef Fornis. But these are the type of uniforms that are, yeah, it is. It's Brief Fornis who will pinch run here. If this color combination was in play during the football season, our man, Greg Blackwood, the spotter on the Sooner Radio Network, would be, well, let's just say he would not be very happy. I think we could throw T-Row in that mix as well, too. So here's Gibson, a strikeout victim her last time up. Nobody out, we're in the bottom of the fourth inning. Auburn has cut the Sooner lead in half. It's 2-1 Oklahoma. Parker stares at her wrist. Brings home the first pitch. That's high for a ball. Oklahoma put two runs on the board in the first inning. But have been shut out their last two. Auburn gets its first run here in the top of the fourth. Here's the 1-0 pitch from Parker. That's in for a strike, a ball and a strike. The number of pitches Page has thrown so far in the College World Series is at 462 heading into tonight. She has thrown over 1,000 pitches in the postseason. The 1-1, one, one, that's high for a ball, 2-1. And, and Shay Knighton's going to jog out to the circle to make sure that Paige is okay. Shay's kind of become that vocal leader for the Sooners. You, you want to buy a ticket over the next three years to watch her play out at Marita Hines Field. She's going to be something else. The 2-1 pitch, runner started to go, but it's fouled back. And out of play, and it's a two-ball, two-strike count. Oklahoma's defense has been standing on its head so far. And they continue to do so. This despite the one error 
was actually committed by Paige Parker on a pop-up back to the mound last inning. The 2-2 pitch to Matty Gibson is headed home. Pop foul again. Goes all the way up the netting and back down. Waiting on deck is Whitney Jordan. Double play depth up the middle for Arnold and Clifton. A two ball, two strike count here for Parker on Gibson. Page steps back, brings it home. Another wasted good pitch that's fouled into the Auburn section. Good play by a fan over there. One-handed grab, kind of popped it up and then grabbed it. You hear the Auburn crowd chanting, Maddie, Maddie. JT Gasso jumps out of the dugout, moves Aaron Miller a couple steps to her right. The 2-2 pitch from Page popped up on the infield. Should be easy for Shea Knighton, who makes the catch, and there's one away. Keep in mind, I say it should be easy, but from that first base side, when that ball goes up, Shea's staring directly into the sun. And that ball started to tail back towards the infield. That's a heck of a play from Shea Knight, and there's one out, and here's Whitney Jordan. The first pitch to Jordan. That ball's ripped to left center field and pretty deep. Self ranges over and makes the catch, and there's two away. That ball looked like it might carry a little bit more than it did off the bat. Two outs. And here's Victoria Draper. She reached on that air by Paige Parker. Last inning. She bats here with a runner on first. Two outs. And Oklahoma on top, two to one. She asks for time as Draper digs in. She gets it, we're ready. The first pitch from Page is a bunt attempt that's foul. Page walks back to the circle, gets a fresh softball. Give you an idea of the defensive alignment here for the Sooners. Sid Romero is in a couple of steps at third. Well, I should rephrase that. She's in quite a bit at third. Knighton's in a couple of steps at first. The 0-1 pitch from Parker. Little chopper right at Romero. She's played perfectly. Gloves, throws, and got it. But Auburn gets on the board. A solo home run from Jade Rhodes has cut the lead in half. We head to the bottom of the fourth inning. Oklahoma leads Auburn 2-1. This is Sooner Softball from Learfield. You're reliving history. This classic college game continues next from Learfield IMG College. This Sooner Classic broadcast is brought to you in part by Brahms Ice Cream and Dairy Store. Farm fresh for over 50 years. The 2020 census is a massive undertaking. It requires counting a diverse and growing population throughout the nation. Help make a positive impact on your community. Apply for a census job today at 2020census.gov jobs. Deposits for the 2020 Oklahoma men's and women's basketball season tickets are currently on sale. Lock in your seats today by visiting Soonersports.com. From Learfield IMG College, you're listening to a classic college game. Joining us in the broadcast booth as she has the 
in every game outside of one of the Women's College World Series is Jessica Cootie from Sooner Sports TV. Didn't want to really annoy the viewers that one night with the cough. Well, I put you in front of the board here, so you can now so mute. So I can it. mute now. <laughs> and then it'll, every other microphone that's around here will pick it up in some way, shape, or form. How you feeling about the way things are going so far? Good. Uh, I mean, I think kind of what we've kind of talked about over and over again, Paige, and I think you just were talking about it is um, not 100%, but still, you know, she's going to give it all she's got. And um, I think you're seeing that. She's going to do whatever she can to, to get the win. And it's become pretty obvious that the approach from Clint Myers and his staff is to try to make her work as much as she can in the heat. They are trying to really slow things down. And Michaela Martin, after a rough first inning, has settled down. She allowed a hit in the second, but that's been it. She's been solid so far for Auburn, as the Sooners will send Pinley, Self, and Wodak to the plate here in the fourth inning. Regardless of what happens tonight, Jess will have complete post-game coverage for you on Soonersports.tv. We'll get as much as we can on the air, this being our last broadcast tonight, regardless of what happens tonight. I imagine it'll be Aww, a late night tier. for you. What's wrong? I said tear. Yeah, this last, is it. Last, last broadcast of the season. I think it's kind of sunk in, too. You saw Katie Self uh, and then Aaron Miller both um, putting it on social media. You never knew until today that this is literally <laughs> your last game of your career. A great crew coming back for the Sooners. 2017. Here's Nicole Pinley. Grounds the first pitch. Foul at the plate. Actually bounced out and hit her for strike one. Here's a player that I am so excited to watch over the next couple of years. Nicole Pinley. I'm not sure if you ran that whole interview that I did with her the other day about... Mm -hmm. How she called Shelby, of course, and good person to go to for advice, right? And, Absolutely. Uh, Shelby kind of just said, hey, just, you know, ha be confident, be yourself, and, you know, just a great relationship between those two. Here's the 0-1 pitch to Nicole. She rips this one down the line foul and out of play as it slices into the stands. And would you believe that Nicole actually had quit softball? Didn't want to do it, didn't want to play it. Finally got back into it. And of course, you know, recruiting in, in softball starts really young. And so it was Shelby that went to Coach Gasson and said, hey, Nicole's starting to play again. You might take a look at her. And here we go. Shelby has often said that she thought Nicole was the better athlete. I don't know if I agree with that. The 0-2 is low and in the dirt for a ball one and two. Maybe I should say the better player is what Shelby would tell everyone or anyone that would listen. I've seen some things on Shelby's Instagram account that speaks and screams <laughs> athlete. So I don't know if I'll buy that one. But what Nicole has done this year has been phenomenal. She's behind on the count here, though. A ball and two strikes. She grounded out back to the pitcher her last time up. She grounds this one back to the pitcher. Easy play for Martin. She throws to first. There's one away. You know, Shelby, though, would actually admit that she likes playing defense better. Nicole likes both equally, she says. <laughs> She gives you the political answer, but Shelby's like, no, I'd rather play defense all day, every day, and take ground balls, and doesn't sound fun to me. Here's Katie Self. The home plate umpire has a problem with something. He has grabbed one of the officials behind home plate. I think this is concern over flash photography, which has been a rather common problem throughout the postseason. Self bounces one to short. Jordan makes the play. There's two away. 
They've actually, there's a group of officials. I'm not sure if they would be considered NCAA or ASA officials that are positioned right behind home plate. Game management, I guess, might be the best way to put it. And home plate umpire turned around right to him and said he's got a problem with something in center field. And here's Leah Wodak, singled her last time up. The pitch, that's in for a strike. Patty Gasso is going to have a word with Leah Wodak. She calls time. Corey Myers takes advantage of this opportunity to walk out and chat with his catcher, Carly Wallace. I don't think, and by the way, this would be the fourth straight inning that Coach has come out to have a conversation with his pitcher in a roundabout way. He can't go back to the circle. I'm sorry, he hasn't gone yet this inning. <laughs> I was about to say, so that makes, what, uh, 11 innings in a row? Yep. Because he 12. went nonstop last night. That's Corey Myers. I think I said Wallace, excuse me. Corey Myers, the pitching coach, the son of head coach Clint Myers. The head coach in waiting as they've gone with that plan at Auburn. But he went over and had a quick conversation with Wallace, passed along a few things he wanted her to say to Michaela Martin. Wallace went out to the circle. The meeting between Gasso and Leah Wodak is over. She digs back in. And awaits the 0-1 pitch. 2-1 sooner lead, bottom of the fourth, two outs. The 0-1 is in for a strike. And Leah's behind on the count, no balls, two strikes. So could pitching coaches potentially take advantage of that then? They can talk to the catcher however much they want, but they can't talk to the pitcher? I think you are seeing that in full display right here. Hey. They can only leave the dugout, though, if the other coach calls a timeout. Okay. Or a player runs over to the dugout. The 0-2 is in the dirt. Ball and two strikes. We have loved the reaction on Twitter so far tonight. Keep them coming. We'll go back through them during the break. At OU on the air. That's at OU on the air. Are they as fired up as last night? You need to well, set the game up. even more so with what happened in the first inning. A little shoulder check to... Kaylee Clifton kind of set everyone off. Here's the one-two pitch to the Sooner catcher. It's high and away for a ball, two and two. You almost got the cinch there that Michaela Martin was having problems getting her hand dried off or at least getting a grip. She was constantly rubbing her hand on her right thigh. She even reached down to grab some dirt after that errant one-two pitch. Here comes the two-two offering to Wodak. Popped foul and into the Auburn fan section. We'll do it again. 2-1, Sooners lead. If you want to get optimistic, they're essentially nine outs away from a championship. Something tells me there's going to be a lot of struggles in between now and then. The 2-2 is well outside for a ball, 3-2. I wonder what's going through the mind of Patty Gasso right now if Leah Wodak reaches. Might it be an opportunity to use a Tory Nurschel or maybe a Paris Townsend here early in this game to try to see if they can't pop one out of here? Or do you stay with Arnold and force the Auburn defense to make a play? Let's get Leah on base first. The 3-2 is low and in ball four. There you go. And it will be Arnold hitting as Kelsey walks up to the plate. She reached on a fielder's choice her last time up. 
I was trying to follow the official they sent out to center field for whatever the home plate umpire had a problem with, but I kind of lost sight of her. May have been just below the camera well in left center field. I think there was a couple people standing there and causing a bit of a distraction. Regardless, it seems to have been taken care of now. And here's Kelsey Arnold. The runner at first and two outs in the fourth. The pitch, high for a ball. Kelsey, as we mentioned, had a good night last night after going 0 for 1 in the opener. She did score a run. Arnold went 1 for 3 with a run scored. She scored two runs so far in this championship series. Two huge runs. The 1-0 pitch. That's high. Oh, that's in for a strike. 1-1. One one. Looked like that might be off the top side of the strike zone, but it caught the top edge for strike one. Aaron Miller waits on deck. Bringing up the seniors maybe finally having that moment and kind of seeing it on social media. You know that Aaron's the kind that will soak this in for every possible thing she can. 1-1 will pop up Fallon out of play, and now Kelsey's behind on the count of ball and two strikes. And by that, I mean making the most of it, enjoying it, taking in the ambiance, playing to the crowd. you got to think, though, she'd like to make it step up and, and get a big hit though for she she's kind of struggled here due. she's due here's the one two to arnold outside and low for a ball two and two not that she cares about you know being the hero just right. to help her team that's just how she is she's freshmen get a lot of you know publicity and credit but they're doing what they're doing and they'll tell you because of what aaron miller and katie self have been able to do for them this year Two balls, two strikes. The pitch to Kelsey Arnold. Bouncer to Cooper at third. It will be a tough play at first. They got her. Bang, bang play at first base. Cooper made a big-time play on the high hopper and gets Arnold at first. We head to the fifth. Oklahoma clinging to a 2-1 lead over Auburn. This is Sooner Softball from Mirfield. Welcome back to the Women's College World Series. ASA Hall of Fame Stadium. Jessica Cootie has joined us in the booth. From Sooner Sports TV, I'm Chris Plank. A reminder, when the game is done tonight and we wrap up our post-game hopeful celebration, Jess will have all kinds of analysis, reaction, interviews at Soonersports.tv, so make sure you're checking that out. You brought up Erin Miller. You had a chance to talk with her after the win on Monday night, and I thought this was great about what matters to her. We got here because we knew we had absolutely nothing to lose. Um, I am so proud and absolutely ecstatic for our freshman class. Um, they, are, they are setting a standard and a legacy for the next three years of their career, and I'm so blessed to be a part of this. Um, I, I can't even put it into words. It's nostalgic for me because I've been there. Um, I was there my freshman year, and I'm getting those same feelings I had. We're peaking at the right time, and we have absolutely nothing to lose. Thought that was great from a senior who's playing in her last game, but what's she talking about, Jess? the excitement she has for this freshman class. Yeah, you know, I think it'd be easy for her and for Katie to say, this is our year. We've kind of waited our turn, you know? I mean, that was the theme this year, right? Into the spotlight. These, this is a group that's always been playing behind those big names, and so it could have been easily about, no, let's make it about us. But they took the exact opposite approach. They made it more about everybody else than it, they made it about themselves, and that's why they're here. 
And it's been refreshing to see. It's been fun to follow. And it's not anything that's just started this week. It's been their push and their perspective all season long. Tiffany Howard leads things off for Auburn. The first pitch is in for a strike. Now that was Aaron and Katie both wanted to get every single person on the poster. That's never happened before. Um, and that was at the beginning when they were talking about concept and design. And back in the fall, wanted to get every single person on that poster. And it looks awesome. And Aaron Miller designed it all. Here's the 0-1 pitch to Howard. That's in for a strike, 0-2. And not to mention nostalgic. I mean, she is a phenomenal artist. She's a graphic design. She can hit home runs. She can make defensive plays. And apparently, she's a walking dictionary. Really? Well, I mean, every time I talk to her, she uses some big-time word, you know? I'm impressed. <laughs> Here's the 0-2 pitch. Bouncer towards second. Clifton booted it, but right to Knighton, who picked it off the dirt and was standing on the bag. One away. Nice little break there for Oklahoma. The usually smooth fielding Clifton struggled with the short hop, but it hit off her glove and went right to Knighton, who was standing on the bag for the out. Oh, my. And here's Tiffany Howard. I guess you consider that three unassisted, or excuse me, Casey Cooper, who takes the first pitch outside for a ball. Casey Cooper is one for two. She popped out to the aforementioned Kaylee Clifton back in the first inning, singled in the third. And that's a play you might want to circle. The 1-0 pitch. Outside and low, ball two. Cooper had started a little bit early on that off-speed pitch. She was fooled, but was able to hold back on the swing. Shadows starting to slowly creep across the infield as we push past 7.30. The 2-0 pitch has popped up to right field. Aaron Miller battling the sun is under it and makes the catch. There's two away. And here comes Emily Carasone. She's had a rough night. Two errors in the first inning. Had the bases loaded with nobody out and struck out back in the third. Well, you know she wants to do something here to make up for what's been a rough start for the senior second baseman. Check swing fouls the first pitch back for strike one. I like this, by the way, from our buddy Jerry, at Jerry J. Lang on Twitter, who hits us up at OU on the air with, I think Clint has a five-minute 40. I think you're being generous. I think you're right. Jerry. There is no rush in <laughs> anything that he does. Carasone awaits the 0-1 pitch from Parker. It's outside for a ball, one and one. Boy, now that you mentioned that about Aaron Miller coming up with a different word, I realize how right you are. Erica can attest to that. She's dropped. She's dropped some Aaron words. Erin Miller in her vocabulary. She's, she's a vast vocabulary. She's words agreed. on me that have blown me away. The one-one pitch is inside for a ball, two and one. It's funny the uh, the officer who shared our booth with us on Thursday night, whenever it was raining, as uh, hmm. was watching our door right now, and I just realized. Last Thursday night seems like it was a week ago, and then you realize, oh, it, it, it almost was. The 2-1 pitch is a grounder foul. Pops off the hand of Corey Myers over at first for strike two. A week ago today, they were supposed to be practicing here, you yeah, know, and then they got all rained out, but they did their media days, so 
Yeah, it's a full full week. It's amazing to think how in some ways that seems like it was so long ago. In other ways, it seems like it was just minutes ago. The 2-2 pitch misses outside for a ball. And now Parker has run the count full, three balls and two strikes. It really does go by so fast, especially when they're winning and playing great and you're having fun covering this team because that's what they are. I mean, they're the definition of it. Three balls, two strikes, two outs. 2-1 two sooner lead, top of the fifth inning. Parker brings it home. Grounder foul again, so we'll do it again. Aaron Miller goes and chases that down in foul territory. You know, of, of all the things we really haven't talked about too terribly much is the dimensions here at ASA Hall of Fame Stadium. 200 down each line, right and left field. It's 220 to straightaway center field. And there's a lot of room in the outfield. The 3-2 pitch. That's in for strike three. She caught her looking, and the Sooners are six outs away from a title. We head to the bottom of the fifth inning. Oklahoma leads Auburn two to one. You're reliving history. This classic college game continues next from Learfield IMG College. You're listening to another Sooner Classic, brought to you in part by the Oklahoma Blood Institute. Blood can't wait. Go to an Oklahoma Blood Institute donor center today and save a life. You've reached Kincaid Coach Lines, a proud sponsor of OU Athletics. During this COVID-19 breakout, we will be keeping our offices open. However, many staff members will be working remotely to comply with CDC guidelines. Please call 405-672-5100 for more information. There's a lot of reasons to order online and pick up at Slim Chickens. Get started at slimchickens.com or download our app. From Learfield IMG College, you're listening to a classic college game. Jessica Cootie has joined us in the booth. I'm Chris Blank. Thanks for hanging out with us. Championship Wednesday. Both pitchers have gone the distance so far. We'll double check the pitch count for Paige Parker. I think it's kind of irrelevant to really talk about it too much because there's really nothing that's going to take her out of this game. She's at 79 pitches through five. So that's not bad. That's not bad at all. For Oklahoma, it'll be the top of the lineup. Aaron Miller, Kaylee Clifton, and Shea Knight. You brought up how Aaron might be due for a big shot, Jess. Why not here? To lead things off for Oklahoma in the fifth. Make you feel a little bit better if the Sooners can put a few runs on the board. Though you would have to think that last inning was one of the most impressive that Paige Parker has had this entire game. Here's Aaron Miller. Martin brings home a wild pitch well out of the strike zone for strike one. I'll give it to the Auburn fans, man. They, they're fighting an uphill battle as far as the numbers are concerned, but that hasn't stopped them. Each team has their own celebrities here tonight. Baker Mayfield was just interviewed on ESPN. 1-0 pitch to Miller is grounded to first. Easy play for Rhodes, who bobbled it for a second, but steps on the bag for the first out, and there's one away. Gus Malzahn is back tonight for Auburn. 
I don't know if Coach Stoops is here tonight. I know they had I did, a, Yes, he's here. Oh, he is? Oh, wow. So Bob Stoops is here. He had a big camp on campus. Did you see the video that they sent out? Yes. Beat the Tiger. They started that back in the, with the men's basketball team. See that? Beat the on our, Ducks. That's what they... Did they start with Oregon, right? Yeah. Elite Eight. Here's Kaylee Clifton. The first pitch is outside for a ball. It's still wild to think that prior to last night, the last time that Oklahoma softball had lost a game was right before you did the TNT homer cast, if you will, between OU and Villanova in the Final Four. Yeah. That's how long it had been. The 1-0 is in for a strike, a ball and a strike. Well, you know, and a lot of people have asked me this. I talked about it earlier on my radio show, um, asking me about, well, are you, does it worry you that they haven't faced any adversity? Well, yes, they absolutely have faced adversity, number one. But number two is that they don't talk about it ever. The 1-1 to Clifton is grounded to short. It's going to be a tough play for Jordan. Gloves throws and got it. Heck of a play by Jordan at short to get Clifton, and there's two away. They don't talk about, hey, we've won 15 games in a row. We won 20. We've won 30. It's never even brought up, so it's it never was a thing. The winning streak never once was a thing for this team. And I had asked Coach about it after the Super Regionals win, and, and she said that thing, and she or she said that a very, that very thing is that we don't talk about yep. it. And then she said it this entire week because it was such a big storyline. But they don't care. They don't think about it. They don't dwell on a win or a loss. Here's Shea Knight. One for, well, actually, as the first pitch is in for a strike. She hasn't been credited with a hit. She's 0 for 1 because she reached on the air back in the first inning and then advanced on an air and walked back in the third. She bats with the bases empty and two outs in the fifth. The 0-1 pitch is low for a ball, 1-1. One and, one. and if you're Auburn, I think this is exactly how you want to face Shea Knight with nobody on. 2-1 Sooners. Looking for their third national championship. The 1-1 pitch to Knight. Ripped foul behind home plate. Got a good cut at that. Now she's behind on the count, a ball and two strikes. You were talking about the dimensions of the outfield, of course. Mm -hmm. Last night's the one that definitely would have been gone with no shot of it at an outfielder making a play in, in several ballparks. But there's been numerous of those hits that would have been gone in several ballparks across the country out here, but it's just deep out there in center field. Incredibly deep and a lot of room, too. Right and left center. Let's see if Shane Knighton can take advantage of it with this one-two pitch. Grounder to first. Easy play for Rhodes, who takes it on the short hop, walks to the bag, and gets the out. The Sooners go three up and three down in the fifth. We head to the sixth inning. Oklahoma leads Auburn two to one. The four, five, and six hitters for Auburn do up this inning, including the ever-dangerous Jade Rhodes. We head to the sixth. Oklahoma leads Auburn two to one. The sun has started to set here at ASA Hall of Fame Stadium. So Parker is pitching in the shade. The area in the circle is all shade. The sun cast out in right field and probably would be a challenge as well at second base for Kaylee Clifton. But the good news is most of the infield in shade as the sun starts to set behind ASA Hall of Fame Stadium. Walden Cleaners, the quality and service you are looking for in your neighborhood cleaners since 1933. Visit WaldenCleaners.com today for more information. 
We are in the sixth. It's getting close to that time when the Sooners really throughout the postseason have seen the best of Paige Parker. I know it sounds crazy to say someone who has thrown as many pitches as she has gets better as the game goes on, but she absolutely has. Clint Myers is in no rush to get over to the third base coach's box, nor is Carly Wallace to dig in. She grounded into that 6-4-3 double play in the third that ended the Auburn threat. The first pitch from Parker is just outside for a ball. I think we, we talked a lot about, uh, you know, Paige and her getting ready and, and recuperating and recovering, but, uh, you know, hats off to the Oklahoma staff to get this whole team. It's a long lot to play. 1-0 pitch. Popped into left field pretty deep, but Katie Self is there to make the catch, and there's one away. You know, that's a great point from Christy Lee Miller, their athletic trainer who has done a phenomenal job. Her assistant, Sasha, student assistant, who has really helped out quite a bit. Uh, I mean, and let's see, we can even go as far as talking about the job that Jackie does in coordinating everything. Getting the food everything. and Absolutely. lined up. And there is nothing easy goes into the preparation for a weekend like this. That was one thing Coach Lombardi said is it's not just Paige, it's the whole athletes. Absolutely. Here's the first pitch that's slowing in to Jade Rhodes for a ball. And let's not forget either Zach Brulett, who is the strength coach that came on midseason. Right. And the job that he's done in keeping them stretched, fit, and ready to go. Here's the 1-0 to Rhodes. Off-speed pitch is low for a ball. Because it's hot, and it's been hard-fought battles here, and they've had late nights, and for them to be able to come back and look as fresh as they have every single night, yes, it's a big shout-out, big credit to the athletes, but it's also a shout-out to the, to the staff and the job they've done here as well. So many people that go unnoticed and unmentioned. The 2-0 pitch is an off-speed offering that's in for a strike, 2-1. and one. So don't lose sight. People like Zach Brulett. Christy Miller, her assistant Sasha. And of course, Jackie Livingston. The 2 1 pitch, another off speed offering, two balls and two strikes. Who her parents told me to make sure that we gave a shout out to, but Jackie would absolutely not. Oh, she would not. That. She would not <laughs> want that. In fact, I want to bulk the tape and make sure that never happened. She would be so mad right now, but she is so good at her job. The 2-2 pitch just misses low, ball three. You know, and you think about it, not to, you add in, you have now a radio guy that's traveling with you everywhere you go to. So they keep you uh, hydrated and they fed. They keep me hydrated and fed, <laughs> but also just the overall coordination of it. The 3-2 pitch to Rhodes. Popped into shallow left field. Self comes racing in and makes the catch. There's two away. The Sooners are four outs away, and here comes Haley Fagan. And that was a nice play in left field by Katie Self for the second out of the inning. And as someone just projected on a text message to me, so how was this put? Time for the coach to call timeout. And <laughs> he did. Here's Clint Myers bringing the game to a stop down as he'll go with a pinch hitter here. And then stop and chat. 
Or is he going with it? No, it's Haley Fagan. So I don't know exactly what this is about. Oh, whenever she was whenever she was on, she was pinned ran for. And now this is the first opportunity you get to announce her re-entry since she's the DP. All right, that makes sense. But to take that amount of time to make sure that it was known doesn't. Here's the first pitch to Fagan. Popped up. Right side. Knighton gives chase. Makes the catch in foul territory. What a play by Shea Knighton over the shoulder to make the catch. And Auburn goes quietly in the sixth. We head to the bottom of the sixth inning. Oklahoma leads it 2-1. to one. You're reliving history. This classic college game continues next from Learfield IMG College. This classic Sooner broadcast is presented in part by the Sooner Club. Flexible payment schedules are available for Sooner Club members in 2020. Visit your online account manager or call 405-325-8000 to be part of the team today. We know we'll soon experience Sooner Magic again, together as one. The Landers Auto Group, proud sponsor of Sooner Athletics. Polston Tax is helping businesses take advantage of every opportunity for government relief during this time. Visit PolstonTax.com to schedule a free consultation. From Learfield IMG College, you're listening to a classic college game. Along with Jessica Cootie, I'm Chris Plank. Thanks for joining us. Game three of the championship series. Oklahoma wins on Monday night. Auburn bounced back on Tuesday night. Here tonight, the Sooners hold a 2-1 lead which surprisingly, this game is only an hour and 50 minutes old. You kind of got the sense that the goal from Clint Myers to slow the game down was working just a bit. But we're rolling along. I think you can just say a lot about what the pitchers have done tonight. You know, both pitchers, you know, since the second inning. Kayla Martin has been solid. Paige Parker gave up the the home run to Jade Rhodes in the fourth inning. But Auburn's due up in the seventh inning. They're seven, eight, and nine hitters. Here's Sid Romero. The first pitch outside for a ball. Sooner softball also brought to you by OG&E. OG&E power at the speed of light. Completely different feel, though, than last night because it was just crawling. And then tonight it is just <laughs> moving. Last night was one of those games that you just didn't know if it was ever going to end. The 1-0 pitch to Sid. There's a little ground ball to second. Nice play by Carasone, who tosses to first to get the out one away. Yeah, I thought I was going to have to relieve you, give you a break. Hey, when that game started last night, I didn't think there was any way I was going to make it to the end. <laughs> I'm not lying. Uh, when I came in uh, during the day, I was drinking hot tea with lemon. Uh, I, I switched to honey. I bought I went, 60 water bottles. We, yeah, we went through water bottles, which caused other problems during the broadcast. And then I was going through cough drops, even though I didn't have a cough, do anything that could work. And we made it. First pitch to follow Palima of you is outside for a ball. And then I woke up today and all was right with the world. By the way, I did not mention a very important part of the Sooner softball family, one Chase Brown who is the equipment manager, and oh, has he been busy this week. The 1-0 pitch is in for a strike, along with Allison, Allison Fanning, who is up here with us in the booth. Giving us tidbits. She's great, man. She is great. She works so hard, an underrated part. We talk about so many people behind the scenes that 
Trust me, if this thing continues, I'll be gushing all over him during the Bud Light postgame show. The 1-1 pitch is inside for a ball, 2-1. Foley has hit the ball hard, but has just been hard luck on a few shots. We've talked about the due factor for Aaron Miller. It is so high for Foley Palim, it's not even front. Funny. The 2-1 pitch misses outside, ball three. You would imagine, too, if a few reaches here, you might see Reagan Rogers. So don't count out Fale Palima's ability to steal a bag or two. She's ahead on the count here. Three balls and a strike. The 3-1 pitch finds the strike zone. Three balls and two strikes. We haven't grabbed that Twitter feed update in a while. We'll do that after a views at bat. She's one for two on the ninth. An RBI single back in the first. The 3-2 pitch, grounded towards short and into center field, a base hit. She drilled a 3-1 pitch back up the middle, and here comes Reagan Rogers to pinch run, just like we thought. You know, I thought Carol Hutchins of Michigan made a great point after Oklahoma beat them the other night. She said, you know, we out hit them but Oklahoma does a great job of clutch hitting. So, you know, you kind of look and you talk about Fale being due and Aaron being due. They might not have hit as well as they did, you know, prior to the World Series, but they, they get hits when needed. And, and that clutch hitting is just what Oklahoma does best. And, you know, it's been noticed by, of course, the opponents that they face. And that is a huge base hit to kind of slow down the flow of Michaela Martin. And speaking of slowing down the flow, <laughs> here comes Corey Myers. As he'll walk out and chat with Martin, I wonder if they might go to the pin here. Martin's been solid. She's only allowed four sooner hits. Well, he's done. He walked out and walks back. And Martin has a smile on her face, and he nods to the home plate umpire, Mike Bartling, as he walks back. Ruben, let you know, Jess, he's got his bourbon flowing tonight for good luck. Good to hear he from Dallas. obviously da didn't have it last night. <laughs> Good to hear from Dallas, who tweets at us and says, thanks for the precise play-by-play. -play. Makes mowing my yards go by faster. Nice. All about making everything go faster. Heath is listening to us in Atlanta, Georgia. Start believing and expecting this team to take a title. Here's Nicole Pinley, 0 for 2. Couple bounce bouncers back to the pitcher. She takes the first pitch high for a ball. Lisa brings up a great point on the play by Shea Knighton in the top half of the sixth inning. Read that tweet after this 1-0 pitch. Penley shows bunt, pulls it back, takes a strike. Lisa brings up, remember a time when Shea Knighton would have overrun that play? Now it's routine for her. Absolutely. She had struggled in Baylor, missed a pop-up, had some struggles just getting used to being over at first base, and now it is. It's like second nature. To the freshman. A 1-1 count on Pinley. Let's see if Patty starts the runner here. The pitch, she doesn't, and that ball's roped into left field. Pretty good speed out there for the center fielder, Draper, who chases it down and makes the catch, and there's two away. And Nicole hit that one hard, but Draper can cover some ground, and there's two outs. And here comes Katie Self. 
DJ Gasso. He's been the biggest cheerleader this whole. He's gonna he's gonna get a game ball. <laughs> he's taken over to be the boomer guy. Every time Auburn's fans step up, he's right there. And here's Katie Self, 0 for 2 tonight. Struck out and grounded out to short. Takes the first pitch, a fastball for a strike. Katie's season average is at 341, though it's more impressive to see what she's done here in this College World Series. 5 for 14 with two runs, a home run, and three RBIs. Runner at first is Rogers, the pinch runner. The 0-1 is in for a strike, no balls and two strikes. Come on, Katie. Leah Wodak waits on deck. Katie behind on the count, no balls and two strikes. The pitch by Martin. Outside, just missed the corner. A ball and two strikes. Two runs on four hits, one error for Oklahoma. One run, five hits, two errors for Auburn. Two errors on the same play. But Carasone, the hero last night, could she be the GOAT tonight? Self takes the one-two pitch outside, two and two, and that's a little bit unfair. But the only two sooner runs came in that first inning. And the rally started when Carasone tried to get cute and fake a throw and had the ball completely slip out of her hands. The two-ball, two-strike pitch from Martin is headed home. Kelsey, or Katie bounces one to third, and she beats it out at first base. Runners at first and second with two outs. And Katie just got a piece of that, bounced it to third. A slow little roller, and Cooper couldn't do anything with it. Katie beats it out. Coach Stoops was loving that. Yeah. As was the entire Sooner crowd. <laughs> Got pretty loud there. I don't know why I would think that it's Kelsey Arnold. That looked like the kind of Kelsey Arnold hit you would see. Why not, Leah Wodak? Why not? Time is called as Carly Wallace will jog out to the circle. I think Katie Self would take that as a compliment. <laughs> if you were calling her Kate, uh, Kelsey Arnold getting well, down the base paths. When I see a uh, <laughs> bouncer like that, you automatically think of that little chop that Kelsey Arnold has perfected this year. And she's so quick getting down that baseline. And then the speed of Katie to get down to first base. I still want to see Kelsey Arnold run the 40. I think she'd do well. Leah Wodak is one for one. She walked in the third, or in the fourth, excuse me. The first pitch, outside, ball one. Speaking of Kelsey, Kelsey Arnold waits on deck. Got a text from Toby Rowland, and it was real simple. The drama is so thick. <laughs> you bet it is. The 1-0 pitch from the freshman, Kayla Martin, is in for a strike, a ball and a strike. Wodak's entire family is here. Crusted El Coza, California. Her mom and dad have been a regular on just about every single trip this year. And every single home series. The 1-1 is well outside, ball two. They try to throw behind Rodgers at second to no avail. 
You know, it's not just the the team that kind of has that close knit kind of closeness and, and that chemistry. The, the parents do as well. They all seem to really like each other and get along and there is enjoy no, each other's company. There is no infighting here at all. Two balls and a strike. Self at first. Rogers at second. The 2-1 pitch. Swing and a foul tip that's deadened at the plate. For strike two. And it's a two-ball, two-strike count with two outs here in the bottom of the sixth. Oklahoma on top, two to one. All hands raised in the Sooner dugout, in the Sooner crowd. Lee is ready. The 2-2 pitch. Ground ball towards second. Carasoni shuffles to short to get the force out. And the Sooners put a couple on, but can't push a run across. Everybody up. We head to the seventh inning. The Oklahoma Sooners are three outs away from a national championship. Oklahoma leads Auburn two to one. Paige Parker trots out to the circle. The Sooners are three outs away from a national championship. It'll be Maddie Gibson, Whitney Jordan, and Victoria Draper. The seven, eight, and nine hitters who are combined 0 for 6 here tonight. There is only one small area of the field that's still in sunlight, and it's in the right field corner. So you don't have to worry about the heat. You don't have to worry about maybe the sun getting in the eyes of a, of a player on a pop-up. The only thing you have to worry about right now is controlling your emotions. And Clint Myers is having a final word with Maddie Gibson. Maddie struck out in the second inning and popped out to first in the fourth. There is not many seats being used right now in ASA Hall of Fame Stadium. Two to one Sooners. The first pitch is high for a ball. Gibson digs back in. The right-handed hitting right fielder. A 240 hitter on the season. The 1-0. Fouled straight back. A ball and a strike. Romero at third is in. Well, now she backs up. Look for a moment. They might be worried about Gibson trying to lay down a bunt. Sid stays even with the bag, as does Shea over at first. The 1-1 pitch from Page just misses outside for a ball, 2-1. Two balls, one strike. Parker brings it home. Popped foul. It's a two-ball, two-strike count. There. <laughs> there we go. Everybody's pretty much standing now. The Sooner section hasn't sat down for innings, nor has the Auburn Tiger fan base. 
The 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. One away. Fifth strikeout of the game for Paige Parker. Here's Whitney Jordan. She had a night last night. A three-run home run in the second. She's 0 for 2 today. The first pitch from Parker. In for a strike. A strikeout victim in the second. A pop out to left field in the fourth. The 0-1. Off-speed offering. Outside corner, strike two. Page stares into the dugout. Toes the rubber and brings home the 0-2 pitch. The crowd will tell you what happens. How about just missing on the outside corner, a ball and two strikes. 2-1 Two Sooners. One out in the top of the seventh inning. Here's the 1-2 from Parker. Popped up into center field. Pinley makes the catch. There's two away. And Clint Myers walks to have a chat with his pinch hitter, Courtney Shea. Courtney Shea was at the plate on Monday night with one out in the seventh inning and the tying run at third. Shea hit a hard ground ball at Shea Knighton that bounced off the chest of Knighton who promptly picked it up, threw home, and Leah Wodak put a great tag on the pinch runner for the second out of the inning. Cutting down the tying run at the plate. It might have been the biggest moment of this Women's College World Series run for the Sooners. Until now. The first pitch from Paige Parker. Low for a ball. Everyone has their phones up wanting to capture this moment. And let's hope it's a special one. Parker brings home the 1-0 pitch. It's in for a strike, 1-1. One one. The Sooners are two strikes away. The 1-1 from Parker popped up down the right side. Racing over his night, and it falls just out of her reach in foul territory for strike two. A ball and two strikes. Wherever you are, you better be standing right now. Paige Parker stares in. 
rocks and fires. Hot. Two balls and two strikes. A season that started with back-to-back -back losses in Las Vegas. That featured a 31-game winning streak that was snapped just last night. Could it culminate in a title? The 2-2. Low and away, ball three. And the ever-dangerous Tiffany Howard waits on deck. Two one Sooners lead, bottom of the seventh, or top of the seventh, excuse me. Two outs. The three two pitch from Parker. Barely getting a piece of it is Shea, and she fouls it into the photo booth. And there was about 20 people jammed into that photographer's booth on the right side, and they all, they all went scurrying. That was a heck of a job by Courtney Shea to even stay alive on that pitch. Ooh. The three-ball, two-strike pitch. Paige Parker brings it home. Popped up foul out of play again. <laughs> that ball took a little while to roll back down the netting. Jessica Cootie is down on the field. We hope we'll be able to get post-game reaction and a celebration. This Auburn team is a gritty, gutty team. They've shown that all postseason. Here comes the 3-2 pitch from Paige Parker. Fouled straight back again. And boy, Courtney Shea is having an at-bat here. Just a 227 hitter on the season. Parker stares at the wrist. The 3-2 pitch popped up, fouling out of play. Oh, that ball off the bat looked like it might stay up. That thing rocketed and back out of play. I think we've worn out this area in the radio booth with a little pacing. Paige Parker rocks and fires. Ground ball towards second. Clifton, gloves, throws, she got her! They did it! They did it! The Oklahoma Sooners are the three-time, three-time, three-time national champions, and they dogpile in the circle. The Sooners beat Auburn two to one, and they take home the national title. Hugs, tears, smiles, elation. They did it. They absolutely did it. The Oklahoma Sooners joined college softball's elite. They are one of only three schools to have won more than two national championships. <laughs> the championship trophy is being hoisted right now in a mob of Sooner humanity in the circle. And they all hold their hands up. 
This has been a classic college game on the Sooner Sports Network. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Sooner Sports Network. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.